0: EO Fire 1265.
1: Always be humble, no matter where you are.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. EOFire.com is your go-to resource for everything you need to rock your entrepreneurial journey. Ignite. If you're ready to start hiring, then Zip Recruiter is where you can find your perfect candidate. Try Zip Recruiter for free. Visit ziprecruiter.com/fire. That's ziprecruiter.com/fire. Boom. Shake the room, Fire Nation. Johnny Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Belinda Ellsworth. Belinda, are you prepared to ignite
1: absolutely i am fired up and ready to go john
0: a former rock and roll drummer belinda's been creating successful sales teams for over 25 years she's an experienced entrepreneur consultant trainer motivational speaker and author who literally wrote the book on direct sales a mother of three entrepreneurs she's currently working on her new podcast and second book belinda take a minute fill in some gaps in that intro and give us a little glimpse in your personal life
1: Absolutely. Well, I live in the state of Michigan. I've lived here my whole life and I have three children, 31, 29, and I have an 11 year old who still is at home. And all of my kids live within a mile on this off the same street, which that's pretty (laughs) awesome. (laughs) I know.
0: My mother would love that, by the way.
1: I'm sure she would. I love it. So (laughs) you can do impromptu breakfast, dinners, whatever. So (laughs) It's awesome. Sounds terrifying. Go ahead. I have been as, you know, weirdly I've been an entrepreneur my whole entire life. I've never really worked a nine to five job ever. Um, I've started doing all kinds of interesting things, even as a child. And then, um, I don't know, it just has developed over the years, changing all along the way. I've been a speaker, trainer, consultant for the last 20, it's been 21 years this year, so 20 years. And uh, I absolutely love that lifestyle. I love that you can work when you want, not work when you don't want to, and create the income that you really want for yourself. So uh, that's what I love. I love this whole idea of entrepreneurship. And I really don't know anything different.
0: Well, Belinda, we are in love together with this lifestyle, with the opportunity that entrepreneurship affords. And I'm really excited to be sharing your journey with Fire Nation coming up here because this is a very unique one. But before we dive into all of that, the past, I want to talk about the present today. So take Fire Nation through how you generate dollars and cents in your business today.
1: Absolutely. And you know, it's ever changing for sure. And I, I, I speak, so I do motivational speaking and sales training for many different types of companies. I work predominantly in the direct selling industry. That's where I've spent a huge amount of my time. I write books and I generate income through the book sales, although that's not a huge income earner, but it is certainly uh, generates income and mostly on my products. So I have a whole catalog of products. We We've always done very successfully selling at the back of the room um, at different speaking engagements. But I'm having to learn with all the new technology on how to transfer that and do more of an online marketing business. So I'm learning as and fast and hard as I can and bringing on other people smarter than me to make that happen. Um, we're getting ready to launch a podcast show, which I'm really excited Yay. about. Yes. And and much to your influence. So I'm I'm really fired up about that. But uh, we have a membership site, we have programs, we have, you know, a little bit of everything that you kind of touch. And I think that's the important thing that I would really press upon people is that you need multiple streams of income. You need multiple ways to create and generate that income because at any given time, one of them's hot, one of them's not. So don't put all of your eggs in one basket and try to really create Multiple streams of income in your expertise so that at any given time you are generating income.
0: So, there's a lot of awesomeness, Blenda, that you just shared. And one thing that I kind of do want to dial in on to make sure, Fire Nation, that we're really on the same page here because a lot of my guests, and, and myself included, Blenda, we all do say, listen, you can't look to books as a massive revenue generator alone, just a book alone. You can't expect to publish a book into Amazon or wherever and sit back and just think you're gonna start getting the royalties that are rolling in and you're gonna be paying these big mortgage checks with it. No, you can't expect that, but what you should be thinking is I don't want books to get a bad rap because they're amazing, but what what they are is a conversation starter. They open the door for people to get to know you, your brand, and hopefully, and if you're smart, if you listen to this show, your book is actually the beginning of a funnel into your business, into your podcast, to your website, to product services communities that you have. So don't think that we're giving books a bad rap or not. We're just saying, honestly, books alone are not going to generate a ton of revenue for you. But if you have a business and a funnel built around them, they will. So Belinda, I do want to do a shift now and talk to you about a time in your journey that you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. So don't pull any punches here. Take us directly to that moment in time that you think is the worst moment that you've experienced as an entrepreneur thus far. And tell us that story.
1: There's a couple. So I'm not going to I'm going to tell the one story. But you know, one thing I want to say is there's different entrepreneurial moments that you I failed at a lot of things for certain that weren't successful. But I, don't, I wouldn't even say it's that it's that um, sometimes being having success and kind of thinking your. Um, have reached the top of your game and ignoring an opportunity because you don't think it's going to turn out as good as it could. Um, I was approached by a company that really kind of wanted me to partner with them, and I was kind of full of myself at the time and thought it wasn't going to go anywhere. And they turned out being, you know, hundreds of million dollar company that I could have kind of probably been on board with that. So I've learned from that. You know, you're only as good as the gig you did yesterday, and. <laughs> that you always want to be open to new opportunities and don't ever get too full of yourself. So I learned that in the course of my journey. Um, But one was I was approached by an individual and probably coming off of that. uh, She was very excited, wanted me to invest, wanted me to partner with her. And I initially, the gut was, you know, I I like the product, but I don't love it. I'm not that passionate, but I could make this work. So I kind of was coming off of that you know, all right, I messed up before, maybe I shouldn't mess up again, and um, really went gung-ho. And there was a lot of those gut moments, like, wow, we don't have enough money going in, and I know it. Wow, uh, we don't have a signed contract on this overseas manufacturing company, and we probably ought to. And there were just those gut moments that I ignored. And I think that that's really important because generally and you can't be motivated just by money and that is what I went into it thinking I could lose out on a lot of money again and at the end of the day we gave it everything that we had um the company went absolutely nowhere and this all happened in about 2007 889 where the economy was taking a tank and so um lost a bit of money um but I think that the biggest thing that I took out of that or what I did was um, The individual and I are still friends. Um, So there wasn't this, oh my gosh, place blame. It was, it is what it is. And we learned a lot. And I learned a lot going forward with the companies that I consult with and work with. It was almost like a huge learning experience. And you know what? You got to move on. When you make those mistakes, you move on from it. I just completely said, okay, I lost a lot of money. That's over. Next thing. And you can't live in the woulda, coulda, shoulda. So that's sort of my worst moment I guess as far as losing the most but some of the other worst moments were you know opportunities that you 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 behaved badly I one time yelled at a, a gal at the at a hotel who was working behind the desk and, and rightfully so but I ended up doing that you know was it rightfully so I don't know because at the end of the day I ended up doing that in front of people that were going to later be in my audience. And they that company never really bought into who I was. They thought I was somebody other than I was. And I was just very upset in a moment. So you got to learn to control your emotions because people are watching. And um, so those are some of my top worst ones. And they all kind of are different. One is on behavior. One's on, you know, kind of thinking you're at the top of your game when you always got to stay at the top of your game. And then the other, of course, is, you know, when you fail, move on.
0: All right, Fire Nation, there's a couple things I really want to dial in on here. Number one, and this is what you talked about a number of times, Belinda, your gut, your intuition is there for a reason. If you are feeling these red flags, if you're seeing these red flags multiple times at different turns, there's a reason. Like your intuition is there to guide you. It's not always going to be 100% right, but believe me, you want to listen to your intuition, take a step back and recognize. Because for me, and now for Belinda, you know, as she get, takes more on her play and becomes more and more successful, we have to realize that if it's not a hell yes, it's gotta be a no. Like You gotta be excited, fired up about this thing. And something that you said, Belinda, that really jumped out to me, as you used the words, I thought I could've lost out on a lot of money. Like whenever that thought, Fire Nation, comes into your mind, like, oh, I might lose out on some money here, that's always the wrong motivation. That's always the wrong reason. You should never do something because you might lose out on money. You should do something because you're excited, fired up because you think you are gonna generate a lot of money. There's no reason to do something because there's no reason not to do something because you think you're gonna generate a lot of money. That is totally fine, but don't do it because you think you might lose out on that opportunity. That's, that's the wrong way to do it. So that's my big takeaway, Blinda, from your story. And you gave a couple quick takeaways, but in just one sentence, I'm gonna challenge you to sum it up. What's the one takeaway you want Fire Nation to really walk away with from your story?
1: Always be humble, no matter where you are. That's the first one. The one that you said, don't do things for money. Do them for that love and that passion and that you you believe in it 100%. And the other is things are going to fail. And when they do, don't live and stay in that space. Move on to your next opportunity.
0: Belinda, you'll love the quote that my uncle always would tell me as I was growing up. He'd say, John, be humble, be happy. And when you really think about that quote and you really start to just associate happiness with being humble, Fire Nation, it will, it will really start to guide you going forward. Now, Belinda, let's shift into another story. This one's going to be an ah moment, an epiphany, a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey as an entrepreneur. So, Take us to that story. Take us to that moment in time that you had that idea, and then walk us through the steps that you took to turn that idea into success.
1: Okay, great. You know, it was so hard for me because I've got a gun, a couple, and because there are different journeys in my life. So the first one's short, but I think it's important for people. And I was 18 years old, and I was I had been playing professionally the drums since I was about 15. I was doing gigs and playing in a band, and there was this radio ad, and they were looking for, they were creating a whole female rock and roll band. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, this is a dream come true. And so I responded to, called the radio station to get an audition. And the guy interviewed me, and he said, are, are you any good? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm pretty good. And he said, okay, we'll be in touch. So then the next thing I know, I'm listening on the radio and they've got their band together. And I call him up. I'm like, I never even got a chance to audition. And he said, honey, from now on, if somebody asked you if you're any good, you say, yeah, I'm damn good. And <laughs> he goes, I don't have time for pretty good. That happened to me when I was 18 years old. And I have never, ever forgotten it. You have to be confident and you have to let people know that you you can get the job done if you want the job bad enough. So that's one. Um, The second one really framed my entire career. And I was, I had, like I said, always worked as an entrepreneur and I worked in the direct sales industry. But then for a very short window of time, I was um, corporate as a trainer with a direct sales company. And one of my jobs was to hire the motivational speaker who was going to come in and speak for us. And I have to say, I wasn't really happy in that, in that job because I'd always worked for myself. But I thought this is a good training ground for me if I want to go on and and do anything, you know, be this trainer because I love speaking, training. So we got this motivational speaker in, Pam Lantos, and she chatted with me and she said, oh my gosh, you're too much of a wasted talent here. You know, you really should be doing this on your own. I was like, oh, that's sweet of you. Six months later, Patricia Fripp says to me and grabs me by my shoulders and says, you are way too talented. You're wasting your talent here. You need to be out doing this for a living. And I, I took notice to that. I'm like two people in like this six month window, and I followed I followed their advice and I just kind of started my plan. And they were both so gracious, sent me their cassette tapes at the time
0: on not <laughs> to age yourself or anything. <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh But they, they sent me their cassette tapes. Patricia did on how to be a professional speaker. And, you know, I followed those guidelines. I took that advice. I quit my, you know, secure, I was making a really good salary, and I walked away from it and started my own speaking business, and that was in 1995, and it has been the biggest change of my entire life, and it's, I'm always very grateful and thankful to both those two ladies. I've seen them, you know, several times throughout the years, but... Um, you know, I guess the takeaway from that is, you know, don't be afraid to walk out on um, take a risk. You know, people are always afraid to take a risk. And I always write down pros, cons. What's the worst thing that can happen to me? And I said at that time, if it doesn't work, I'll go back and get another sales job. I'm an excellent uh, salesperson, sales trainer. So if this doesn't work out for me, so what? I create something else. Um, But fortunately, it did work out. But I could have missed out on a tremendous amount if I would have been worried about that, you know, safe salary. And um, so that's the big takeaway from that.
0: Fire Nation, the thing that I'm going to pull out of that, that I really want to make sure that you're getting as listeners right now, is that Belinda had these mentors, these two women what were they they were where she wanted to be they were where she wanted to be and this is so key when you're looking for those mentors people to listen to to guide you on your journey so many of us say oh I want Richard Branson to be my mentor or like Mark Cuban like do you really like want to own an airline do you really like want to own the Dallas Mavericks I mean like why do you want these people to be your mentor they're not where you necessarily want to be like I wanted to be a podcaster so I found a successful podcast host to guide me to mentor me Belinda could look and see hey, these people are where I want to be. So when they told her, hey, you need to do this, she could listen because they had the experience, they had the knowledge, they'd been there, done that. So find people who are where you want to be. And let me just break it down for you, Fire Nation, because I know you're scared to reach out to X, Y, or Z to say, hey, will you mentor me? Fortune favors the bold. Reach out to them. I get people reaching out to me all the time and saying, John, will you podcast mentor me? And and I, and I don't do that anymore. But guess what? I have three or four amazing recommendations for them that get them going on their journey. So even if you get a no, it can lead to an amazing opportunity. So that's my huge takeaway. You heard Belinda's huge takeaway, both amazing. Belinda, what would you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur?
1: Perfectionism. So, And that leads to procrastination. And I never looked at that. If you were to ask me, do you procrastinate? I'd say no. But in reality, I do because I have this situation with everything being perfect. And so when you wait for the sun and the moon and the stars to all align before you jump in and just make things happen, that creates procrastination. And, you know, really, the biggest one was with the book. I've got probably three, four books written and in the can, but I never finished it. It was sort of my Achilles heel. And um, because I'd had to think about what was the cover going to look like? What were the chapters outlined? And I just would get myself so obsessed about this till then I finally just, you know, finished it. Um, I don't know that I ever would if, if Wiley... Um, publishing company hadn't reached out to me and said, we want you to write this book. So then I was on a deadline and then I had to finish it. Um, but it's the perfectionism. Don't have to have everything in line before you start making things happen. Just dig in. You know, I, I really, I teach this, you know, whole thing on the power hour, learn how to compartmentalize, learn how to get things done in 15 minutes. And, um, but I, even though I teach that, I fight against it myself.
0: I love that line, and I hope if you haven't coined it yet, Belinda, I hope you do, because it's killer. Never heard it before. Perfectionism leads to procrastination. It makes so much sense when you put it that way. I never thought about it, but Fire Nation, if you're trying to be perfect, what you're really doing is just procrastinating. So stop trying to be perfect. I love the quote by Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn. If you're not embarrassed by the shipping of your first product, you waited way too long long. Belinda, what's your biggest strength?
1: Absolutely, it is focus, the ability to set goals and to follow through. And really to when I mean focus, and people don't understand focus works for you in a positive and negative way. Whatever you focus on is what you get. And so I'm able to really focus in on what I want to accomplish um, in a day or in a short window of time. And that really is about compartmentalizing. So people say, how do you focus when you're trying to build all these different baskets, if you will, or streams of income? And I say, well, you need to learn to compartmentalize." So. Whatever, if you're going to work on this, if it's your podcast, do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you want to write a book, you know, do it on Wednesdays and um, and create a schedule. So people don't create schedules or systems. And if you do those things and then focus on them and compartmentalize that time and that energy for that in that moment. So when you're working on your podcast, don't think about your book or the laundry or whatever you have to do. Um, if you want to spend time with your kids, not people, it's not mean, but schedule it and then be present with your kids in that moment don't be thinking about all the other stuff that you have to do and I think that's my greatest strength and it's one of the things I teach and I think it's probably the biggest thing that we get um, testimonials back on is learning that compartmentalization and I teach this like said program called the power hour where it's you know 15 minutes to change your day 15 minutes to change your life learn how to make the most out of 15 minutes
0: Belinda, you said you listened to a few episodes of EO Fire, and it's a very common thread. Whenever I can bring it up, I do. When people say the word focus, I want to make sure you, Fire Nation, remember, and of course, my guest, FOCUS acronym is follow one course until success. Knock that out, Fire Nation, FOCUS. Now, Belinda, I'm going to give you about one minute, so I'm challenging you to just really focus on this. Keep it concise and share with us the one thing that has you most fired up today.
1: For my direct selling audience, I am teaching and I brought together a whole group of people to bring the digital online marketing as well as my traditional training in building relationships and all the other things, as well as a social media expert. And we've created this membership platform. And we're super excited because I think it's going to take the direct selling industry to a whole new world. And then I've got a podcast show that's going to be starting. It's called Work From Your Happy Place. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and... Um, I'm really excited for that because I think it's going to break us out into a new audience as well. Um, I've been coaching and working, and that's the other thing that I do is I consult with companies, taking them from I like to call zero to hero, you know, from under a million to twenty million dollars in a short window. And um, I think that it's going to branch us out into a a newer audience other than the one I've spent the last twenty plus years in. So as I've started to do that a little bit, the podcast I think is going to you know, branches out into a whole new world. So I'm super excited and fired up
0: about that. A whole new world. What's the link that we can find out more about these things?
1: Stepintosuccess.com.
0: Boom. And Fire Nation, we're about to enter the lightning round. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. One of the biggest struggles entrepreneurs face, overwhelm. It's tough to know what to tackle first when you have a list of a hundred things to do. Choose just one thing to tackle and then it becomes a question of how do you do that thing? Take your website, for example. Seems pretty basic, right? But coding, designing, these may not be your area of expertise. With Squarespace, they don't have to be. Squarespace makes it simple to drag and drop your way to a beautiful website, no coding required. With Squarespace, you get the whole package, including a dashboard with easy-to-use tools and a free domain when you sign up for one year. Plus, you know you can trust Squarespace when millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust in them too. Start your free trial today. Visit Squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the promo code FIRE to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, you should. The other day during an interview, someone asked me how integral my team has been in growing EO Fire. I told them my team has been everything. Without their support, there's no question I wouldn't be where I am today. But it's nearly impossible to find qualified candidates. You know, the ones who are going to be as dedicated to your business as you are and posting your job in just one place isn't enough to find those quality candidates. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100, plus job sites with a single click. Once you've posted, you'll be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. Try ZipRecruiter and get your perfect candidate before they go to somebody else. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Visit ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Belinda, are you prepared for the lightning rounds?
1: I think so. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding
0: you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Nothing. Honestly, I've done it, like I said, since I was probably 10 years old. So I've never, ever considered it for a moment. But I'd say for most people, it is fear of the unknown and taking the risk. That's the number one thing I would say.
0: What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: Surround yourself with better and smarter people than yourself, and always give credit where credit is due.
0: What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: I would again say it is that focus um, and learning how to compartmentalize and get things done.
0: Can you share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation?
1: Absolutely. I would say Canva and that is because i have spent thousands of dollars hiring <laughs> graphic designers over the years and i love it now that a small business owner can actually create their own and just do really cool things and it doesn't cost you anything so i love that one
0: if you could recommend one book for our listeners what would it be and why
1: ah this was so hard because i've written book reviews like for several years so um it it's different ones i know you want this to be fired so i um, love what got you here, won't get you there, um, by Marshall Goldsmith. And I love Lee Cockrell's um Creating Magic. That's one of my favorite books. And I think it's where you are, you have to find the book at that time. And one thing I really want to impress upon people in this is that so I read Lee Cockrell's book about eight years ago. I've read it several times. And so then recently I had the opportunity to introduce him at an event. And so I went back and read it again Mm. because I wanted to be prepared. And what's so interesting when you read a book again is I looked at what I highlighted eight years ago. And it's totally different of what my takeaways are today. (laughs) And so it's important to always visit back those books that you really love because you'll probably either go, I used to do that. Or you'll say, Wow, I've I've mastered that and now look at this nugget that I totally missed.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at EOFirebook.com. Now, Belinda, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: I would create some videos, um, audios. I, I speak, I like speaking the most. And so I would create messages to go out there. I would start to try to build an audience. I'd probably boost some of those on Facebook, lead people to YouTube. I'd also start writing a blog so that depending on the person, whether they're a reader, whether they like to listen, they would be getting both. And I'd always be leading them back to um, a product that then they could purchase. So I would just start to build that audience. That's the first thing that I would do and then um, convert that into dollars.
0: Belinda, let's end it today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye
1: stepintosuccess.com is our website. Everything is there. Uh, The podcast is going to be Work From Your Happy Place. We'll have a different website for that as well, but they will link to each other. The Direct Selling for Dummies book is absolutely amazing. We went to number one um, on five categories on Amazon in four countries within the first couple of weeks. So it was super exciting. Um, That book, though, is great for anyone. I've had so many small business owners say, you know, I'm not in direct sales, but oh my gosh, there was so much wonderful information there. So I would encourage anyone that has a small business or entrepreneur or is looking for nuggets. That book is a tremendous resource and it is on Amazon. It's at Barnes and Noble. um, So it's pretty exciting.
0: And what's the name of your podcast?
1: Work from your happy place.
0: Work from your happy place. And Fire Nation, likely when you're hearing these words, it'll be live. So go ahead and check that out. And you know this, Fire Nation. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with B.E. and J.L.D. today. So keep up the heat. And head over to EOFire.com. Just type in Belinda in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Um, her book recommendation, her resource recommendation, of course, her website and podcast. And you can just go directly to stepintosuccess.com. Check that book out, Direct Selling for Dummies. It is for you if you are a business owner. And Belinda, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit EOFire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're ready to share your voice and message with the world, freepodcastcourse.com is for you. Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast for free and ignite